0: Okay. Yep. Good morning. Let's go. We're done. Can you, can you uh, update us on any of the injury situations as to who you expect to practice today? Um, as far as the uh, injury report goes, um, on the guys that are you know, a little more long-term or a little more week-to-week, there's really no updates on, on those guys. I mean, you so know, the Darby, Desha- sure. like the Darby's and That's guys like that. Um yeah, Maddox, um, Timmy, I mean, those guys. You know, Deshaun, we're going to try to uh, at least progress him this week, try to get him on the field, see what he can do from a rehab standpoint uh, only, uh, see where he's at, um, and, and go from there. Um, and the other guys, you know, uh, we'll will practice. When you say get him on the field, you mean like just? Rehab, okay. just aside from us. Gotcha. Just. Are there any benchmarks that Sean needs to hit, you know, you know from a health standpoint that, show he's progressing you know I'm not familiar with the injury that he has but uh, I I would think with a guy like Deshaun who's you know he's a track guy he's a runner obviously he's got to have a level of comfort with that with that injury Um, all the stopping and starting and and things of that nature Um, so it's really until I think he gets to that point that that we make a decision these next few uh, opponents, actually probably the next six, have really good defenses, maybe even better than what you faced with the Jets, so what's it going to take to kind of put together a complete game offensively? Well, thanks for reminding me. Um, you know, we, we just focus one at a time, honestly. Um, we're focused on the Vikings this week. This is a really good opponent. Um, good test, good defense, good offense. They're well-coached. They're, well coached. they're a disciplined group. You know, but uh, this is the start of kind of that run you're talking about for us. And um, uh, if if you want to get to, to where you want to get to at the end of the year, you know, these are games that uh, are sort of benchmark games for us. And, uh, uh, you know, great game plan, both sides of the ball, really all three phases. Players have got to execute that game plan. we got to handle, you know, crowd noise this week, um, loud, loud stadium, obviously. So um, it's got to be a great week of preparation. Guys got to be dialed in. So obviously Sydney's hamstrings are a recurring issue. The last couple of years, what can you guys do preventively to to try to reduce them or eliminate them? Is there anything he can do? Um, I, you know, I think as from a player standpoint, I think sometimes too, you you sort of have to push yourself. You know, you got to break through that threshold. You got to push yourself through that and uh, feel that level of comfort as an athlete, and then and then. You know, we monitor these guys, you know, um, every day with with the amount of running and conditioning. Sometimes it's even extra conditioning, you know, for guys as they they are healthy and can do that just to stay on top of this stuff. And, um, you know, everybody's built a little bit differently, you know. Um, Body gets tugged and pulled in different ways. And... But uh, we do everything we can through, uh, you know, through our medical staff to, to keep him keep him healthy and then try to prevent as best we can. At this point, how much do you have to worry about his confidence, being that he hasn't been able to stay on the field? Yeah, you know, it's it's something that uh, you know we got to keep in mind, um, you know, because you, you don't want the player, in this case Sydney, focused on the injury, you know, because then it doesn't allow him to play or, or play fast. Um, so we have to make sure that, you know, and he has to make sure that he's 100% before we put him back out there so that he can be confident, you know, in his ability. To follow up on, on Jordan Howard from what you said Monday, his his role had seemed to increase these past two games especially. Are you viewing it like what you saw these past two games is what's, is what's going to happen going forward, or do you expect it to grow even more? Yeah, I, I'm kind of viewing it as whoever kind of gets the hot hand and how the game kind of unfolds with the running, the style of running that we do. I mean, we've got you know we've talked about this before we we've got runs built for and everybody can do the run game plan you know it's not like they can't but we have certain runs for certain guys and you know um this just happened that, that the last couple the way the defenses have played that jordan's kind of gotten more of the touches but it takes nothing away from miles miles is very capable of doing that uh we're comfortable with miles very confident with miles um uh, you know he might be a little better in the passing game than, than say Jordan is. So you know we we've used him there as well. Um, but uh, sometimes it's a hot hand. Uh, but uh, you know all our guys are very capable of handling. The no. Has Jordan exceeded what you expected of him coming no. into the year? No. no. This is what we expected uh, of him when we when we got him. Yeah. Doug, what's a uh, key or two uh, to be successful against Mike Zimmer defenses? Have you found? You know I think I think one. Um, you know this is a, a it's an aggressive. Style of play, meaning the front four guys really, really get after the passer. Uh, being able to protect Carson, um, not only on first and second down, but he's got a you know a pretty extensive blitz package on third down and, and how he can rush, unique ways of rushing the passer <clears throat> on third down. So being able to protect protect Carson, and then I think <clears throat> I think the other <clears throat> key really is is you have to you got to be positive on on your plays have got to be positive on first down. And some, it's an area that we kind of struggled at the beginning of the season. We've gotten better here recently. But staying ahead of those chains, keeping yourself in, in, in second and shorter distances where you're going to get that first down and, and stay on the field, try to the best you can. Eliminate as many third and long situations against this defense, uh, against his, his scheme. And those give you a chance to, to possibly win. When you give Carson freedom at the line to, 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 make, to check the plays, et cetera, is that only in tempo? No, no, no it, it's in it's in other other areas. Yes. And how many plays? He, how much freedom is he given? Um, is it just like a one or two play, uh, two plays, or is it, 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 it? It, it? I mean, it could it could be many. I, I would I would say looking, you know, in a normal game plan week, you're probably looking at, you know, five or six that we we, we you know because the formation might dictate a certain way, and um, uh, but just giving him, you know. Uh, an opportunity to put us into a better play. But it's not a lot. Cause we don't, again, we don't want to bog him down mentally, that he's thinking too much up there. We want him just to play and react. Doug, so just uh, following up on, on Sydney. when you say push through the threshold, what, what do you exactly mean by that? Well, I think sometimes uh, with an injury, I don't care what type of injury, you get to that point where you just got to, you, you, through your rehab and conditioning, you, you've kind of... You got to push yourself, you know, and you got to you got to bust through and, and say, okay, i I feel good, you know, and, and I still might be a little sore, but I, I feel good, and so that's kind of what I mean by that, just kind of that threshold where you kind of kind of break through the glass and and you're 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 on the other side of it, and then and then once you get to that point, you know, all the mental stuff goes away, and now you can just focus on ball again. Called up on on that autonomy at the line of scrimmage for Carson. Does that change home versus road? Is it become more difficult? Um, it's difficult, especially in, you know, we know we've got, you know, these two dome games coming up. Atlanta was a, was a challenge with the dome game, um, being able to do with the communication, with the noise. Uh, but we're still going to give him, you know, these checks and, and audibles, uh, you know, uh, to, to do. Uh, it's one of the strengths that I think our offense has been able to handle crowd noise well <clears throat> um, and, and use, use of nonverbal. You know communication um, with signals and things like that but uh, we still want to we still want to be able to take advantage if we can and put ourselves in a you know a, a situation that could be successful okay. is there any sense of nostalgia going back to Minneapolis you know considering what happened the last time you guys were there no I mean you know I, I remember my days even in Green Bay you know we'd go over to the metrodome there and play and um, that place would be rocking and shaking and the, the you watch the video on Monday and it was you know Crowd is loud and and you know the guy on the motorcycle is running around and riding his bike and and uh, it's an exciting it's a great place I mean it's a great place and obviously you know we had success the last time but this is different you know this is a crowd's going to be different the environment's going to be different uh, it's a noon game you know we got to get ourselves ready to play a good football team um, and obviously the crowd will be in their favor. Uh, with up a little bit. Do you expect Corey to to get involved in the offense a little more and then? Secondly, with the couple of fumbles he had on the kick and the punt, you kind of just view those as spooky a little bit. With the with the him banging up the shoulder and then the looking at the thinking some guy making a teammate touch the ball, do you kind of view those as more. Yeah, I think that's do? just you know uh, just a product of um, you know just uh, uh, that. Just the the ball bounced an awkward way the other day. Uh, he thought that it, it possibly got touched, um, and so he's trying to make a play. You know, in, in that situation, so. You know, we chalk it up to that. Um, as far as the game plan, yeah, you know, Corey's, you know, up to speed with everything we're doing. Um, you know, I would expect him to to fully understand and, and grasp the game plan this week. Um, and uh, you know, with with where Darren is right now, uh, you know, yeah, we we got to get him ready to play. Who's right, our right now? Um, you. We're gonna work a couple guys there this week. You don't know yet. I do. Okay. Figured as much. Yeah. On, a, on Monday, you mentioned Dalvin Cook. Um, your interest or the Eagles' interest in him has been well chronicled. How uh, close were you guys to getting him, and what was your read on him going into the draft? Yeah, we were we were close, um, right there at that time. Uh, I just remember going back and, and watching him coming out in the draft and and studying him a little bit. Really liked his explosiveness. Um, you know, not only with the with the ball in his hands, but he was also a good catch. You know, he catched the ball out of the backfield, and there was a lot of uh, a lot of explosive plays. You know, on his tape, so um, you know, it was real real comfortable with him, and and uh, um, yeah, we were we were close to pulling the trigger on that one. When you went through the evaluation period of whether to bring a trade for Deshaun, how much did his uh, you know injury history factor into the decision to bring here? He had he not played in a sixteen game season. I think only once or twice in his career. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, part of, it's part of it, but uh, it's not what makes or breaks the deal. Uh, we know the type of player that we were getting, the explosiveness, um, you know, uh, an electric player, player that wanted to be back in Philly. Um, but, yeah, the injury part, you know, didn't didn't factor into it uh, much at all. So, how are you seeing teams playing you knowing that there's not much of a threat over the top? Are they being more aggressive, challenging one-on-one? No, I mean they're playing their defense. Honestly, um, you know they still got to count for Alshon and Nelly, and of course the two tight ends that we have, and, and then you know the success of the run game. Uh, they they just uh, continue to play their defense. Um, I would say the only team that really kind of got out of, and really not got out is in their nature was Detroit, where they they doubled Zach on third downs. You know they didn't want Zach to to really you know get going. Uh, and they doubled him in the red zone. But other than that, teams have really been just kind of sticking to their game plan. Okay, okay. thank that. you. Guys.